Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the first ever episode, the first actual episode of this podcast. Um, I'm literally so excited right now. I don't even know like how to do this. I do know how to do this, but it's just one of those things that I'm like, it's I'm so new at, so bear with me. Um, if you guys are new here, this is your first episode, you are listening to this podcast. Um, hello, thank you for listening to this podcast. I'm literally so excited for this new adventure. Um, if you guys don't know me, I'm Nicole Jacqueline and I am a YouTuber. Um, that's like my main thing that I do. I also have Instagram and I have a individual like slime shop that I also do. We will get way more into the background of what I do exactly and all of that shortly. But yeah, that is a little bit about me. It is currently Saturday. It's like three p.m. in the afternoon. I just actually got a YouTube video up on my channel. Um, I make videos on YouTube. I've already said that in this podcast. We're doing really great as far as like, you know, talking goes. <laughs> um, so I make videos on my channel, Nicole Jacqueline, and I posted one today. I posted a like shopping for slime supplies video and I love those so much. And I literally spent way too much money. Like I have a problem. I literally cannot go to Target without dropping just like gross amounts of money, honestly. And you'd think I wouldn't need to go to Target and buy what I bought. I went to Target to buy like slime stuff. And you're probably like, why would you buy slime if you make slime? That's a great question. Honestly, it's truly a great question. I ask myself that question every single day. Um, so it's one of those things. Yeah, Target's really bad. I need to stop going slash, yeah, what are you gonna do? It's like a love-hate relationship. It's really dangerous, honestly. Um, but yeah, so I am onto this. I just got ready for the day, did a full face of makeup, even though you literally can't see me. It's more about just like the feeling for me. I love the feeling of like getting ready and just looking. I feel like you just, I still feel this way since about, since I heard this in like high school, you know, it's like dress the way you want to feel or like dress how you, what's that saying? It's like, ooh, dress the way you want to be addressed. That's a great quote. That wasn't what I was thinking exactly, but that's literally so true. Um, but yeah, so I'm ready for the day. It's time to make this podcast episode. I'm gonna try to really get into the habit of just recording these 
um, weekly and I want to start posting them for sure. I'm going to start posting these episodes every week on Fridays. I'm going to have a new one up. Um, this is the episode that's going to be kind of like the anomaly here. I'm going to post this right after I edit it and, and film it. Oh my gosh, this is not a YouTube video. Right after I record this, I'm going to upload it. Um, but I'm going to, after this episode, post them on Fridays. So get excited for that. Make it your little Friday like your Friday drive home ritual. I'm going to try and post them right around like 5 p.m. Um, Eastern time. So anyone can listen and tune in on their drive home if you want to do that. Um, so yeah, this is exciting for me. I'm really excited. I keep saying that. Am I excited? You probably don't even know I'm excited. I have said it 85 times. So I wanted this first actual episode to kind of be about what my background is personally, how I got involved with YouTube, how I got involved with a slime business and just kind of dive into more about my background before I dive into the slime industry and talk about other really cool jobs because I think it's important that you guys understand more about me and my background, why I am the way that I am before I talk about my actual job. I think it's interesting. I like listening to podcasts and knowing people's backgrounds, understanding more about them and stuff. Yeah, so let's hop into this little episode here. So my quick little background, I'll try and keep it short. I can talk your ear off. Like that's my number one trait about myself is I can talk for 85 years. But yeah, my little background. So I grew up in a really small town in Michigan and I graduated high school in 2014. I feel so old saying that, oh my gosh. Um, but actually rewind a year prior to graduating high school, I started YouTube and I started my channel. Um, and I truly was inspired. If you guys remember like Bethany Moda, all those like fashion people from back in the day. Um, I used to watch her so much and I used to watch, I mean, I still watch people, but not like as much, you know? Um, uh, I used to watch Bethany Moda, My Life as Ava, um, right around the time that I started my channel, which is probably like the beginning of like the height of their careers. And then prior to that, growing up, I would watch Jenna Marbles like all of the time. And truly, I just really enjoyed that. I went to YouTube for if I wanted to just like feel better or like feel happier. I just honestly felt like I could relate to people online so well. Um, I kind of almost felt like I didn't really fit in. Um, I still feel that way, but I'm glad that I have like grown to accept that and be kind of proud of that. Um, that's like a tangent on its own. Yeah, YouTube kind of made me feel accepted in a way that I didn't really, I haven't really, I hadn't felt up until that point. So I got on YouTube around 2013. I posted like a Black Friday haul video. I believe it's actually still live on my channel. I think I actually privated quite a bit of videos um, from when I first started. And I honestly should just leave them up because it's like one of those things where it's like literally who cares, um, except me. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want anyone to ever watch his videos, but like they're up there if you wanna watch them. Um, so yeah, I posted a Black Friday haul video. I think I quite literally purchased like four things, like a notebook, a hat, in like a lotion. So I'm really balling out. 17 year old Nicole was really just getting it. Um, but yeah, so I posted that video on YouTube and I kind of just like didn't take it too seriously. I did YouTube here and there. I posted a few like DIY videos. I truly was just like straight up taking mad inspiration from Bethany Moda. But I think that's like a theory that I have with creators that just start out. You kind of look 
you kind of find someone that you envy. They're most likely the person that got you into it, um, YouTube or whatever it is. And you kind of try to like find your footing while just trying to understand what you're doing. So I learned how to edit. I started out on Windows Movie Maker, which was a time I remember so vividly, like, like clear as day, spending so many hours trying to edit a YouTube video um, on freaking Windows Movie Maker and the software would crash. Like it was so terrible. I would spend hours editing like lookbook videos. And that's the thing is I used to film them in my really small town. And honestly, like <laughs> I definitely got made fun of. I remember so clearly going on like Snapchat and stuff and seeing people kind of like, you know, make fun. People definitely, you know, talked about me behind my back. And that was on that kind of like, that I kind of had that validated recently that that was an actual thing. And honestly, um, I feel like because I started YouTube in high school versus college, there's like a whole new element to it um, of like thick skin that you had to grow so fast. And yeah, it's like one of those things that I'm like, I don't wish I started it later. I'm so happy I started it when I did. Um, but it was definitely not cool to have a YouTube channel in 2013. Like it was definitely weird. It was definitely not a cool thing. Like nowadays, like in 20, it's literally 2020. That sounds so weird. It's 2020 now. And having a channel is like such a cool thing. Everyone wants to be a YouTuber. They think it's such a cool job, but, um, rewind literally seven years ago. That was not the case like at all. Um, but things have changed and I'm really thankful for that. It's become much cooler to have a channel. Um, but yeah, because of starting my channel so early, people found out about it. People were not nice about it. People kind of used it against me and kind of made fun of me for it. I'm literally not asking for pity here. I'm just saying that these are things that have molded me to who I am today. And there was reasons why I do things, um, the way I do that might have might be because of how I grew up and the like little high school like bullying and stuff because of my channel. But with all that being said, I went to high, I went to college, high school. I went to college and I started out at college. I went to Grand Valley State University. If you are from Michigan, you know that school. It's in Grand Rapids. And I kind of did my channel a little bit. Freshman year was really, really dark in a sense. I mean, honestly, it was incredible, but it was also really hard. There were so many things that happened and I've really never addressed them. Maybe I should do an episode on this podcast about freshman year. And if you want that, let me know because I can do that. If you do want that, comment on my Instagram or DM me or whatever, um, because freshman year was really hard. There was so much that went down and I've never talked about it. Um, truly out of respect for everyone involved, but I really started to lean into YouTube a lot more than I ever had. Um, the second semester of college. And it's kind of funny, just like, as I'm saying it out loud, how much I leaned into, how much I leaned into it. And I really just took all of my like energy, all of the fuel of like stress and how like upset I was about situations. And I just put all that energy into my channel. And yeah, it was, I made some really cringy, embarrassing content and I have a hard time watching those videos still, mostly because when I watch them, I see the person 
that was really upset and sad and like I could just picture how I felt and like I can almost go back to that moment and just know where I was mentally and stuff but at the same time I'm really thankful that I can go back and just see how much I've grown so yeah right around freshman year end of the semester of freshman year I was just really pouring my heart into YouTube really just trying it out this is around like 2015 spring and then I decided to just like everyone else, I went back home for the summer. I was working full time at like an amusement park. Fun fact about me, I worked six summers at an amusement park in Michigan. And if you know Michigan, you know Michigan's Adventure. I worked there for like six summers, I believe. So that was great. I had I have really amazing friends there, great memories. Really, that really did help me and kept me motivated and really taught me how to work hard because I feel like Without that, I wouldn't have understood like the value of a dollar and all of that. Like, I'm just so thankful that my mom had me get a job when I was 14 and I have been working since then because truly like the way that I look at everything now is so different and I just appreciate that I can do this for a job. I can try it out, the podcasting thing that I have that kind of flexibility. I'm so thankful that I can do that. Um, not to go in a sign tangent, I do that all the time. I literally feel like I talk in a spider web, but I eventually get back to what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> so yeah, I remember, so yeah, freshman year was done, sophomore year was starting of college, and I decided to commute um, to college for the year. So I ended up buying a car with the money that I made all summer. I had a car previously, but I got into a little car accident, of course. Like, why wouldn't I that summer? So I worked all summer, bought a car, was so happy that I did, um, commuted to school. I literally had like no money at all. That was just a very hard time. I think I literally had two jobs and I was in marching band and I was commuting to school. I was taking like 16 credits. Oh, and I was also interning at a radio station. Um, I... I'm very thankful for th these experiences though. They really did teach me so much. And honestly, this is why I tell everyone that they should go to college because there's experiences that you just literally will never choosingly go through. Things that absolutely shape you to be a better person in my opinion, and just teach you things. And they it helps you meet people that you would never ever encounter. And that's a whole new episode. And I definitely, I'm making a note right now actually because I wanna do an episode kind of about college, college and like what I've learned and stuff and all of that. So sophomore year is kind of coming to an end. It was, or no, it was like the winter semester, like 2016 winter was starting. I remember this so clearly. And I was kind of just doing YouTube on and off. I was really trying it for a little bit. And then I remember 2016 started and I was just like more determined than ever. I was broke, <laughs> but I was like determined to, really have YouTube become some sort of a job, even if it was like a part-time situation. I loved it. Truly, I literally, I just felt so happy doing it. I loved it so much. It made me so excited and I just really enjoyed it. So I really made it my like, goal. And one of my biggest passions here was to have this thing work out. So I started posting a ton of videos. I would post like story times. I would post anything from a story time to like the most random videos. I post like DIYs and life hacks and weird, like not weird lookbooks, but just fashion videos, every possible niche I posted it. And then 
as I was like testing the waters out with different video types, different trends, different things, I kind of found this community of people that posted DIY videos, life hack videos, and just that kind of thing. And I loved it. And truly, I kind of describe myself as like a quirkier kind of person. Um, but I think it's like a good trait to have, not to be like, wow, I'm literally so great. I'm just saying that it's one of those things that I kind of always put to the side and didn't show everybody. I kind of just tried to put this like facade on and was like, oh, I'm like too cool for that, like whatever. But honestly, like at heart, I'm just like a weird kind of girl and I enjoy, you know, weirder kind of DIY videos and making, I don't know. That was just very much so such a calling for me. So I tested out making different life hack videos and DIY videos. And this is like a, just a big advice to anyone trying to just do YouTube or anything like that. You really have to work so hard at it and never give up. And even if your videos are literally getting like not great views and stuff, you have to just keep posting and posting and posting and you can't give up. And I truly believe that even if it doesn't amount to like this huge career, this whatever, you learn so much by learning how to brand yourself. You learn how to build a platform for yourself. You understand video editing, marketing, business techniques, how to pitch yourself to brands, like so many things that aren't going to lose value just because you didn't get all of these views and subscribers. So I genuinely believe that still to this day. And who knows if I would have kept doing YouTube if it didn't like become like a full-time income for me. But I did it for three and a half years without making anything. And that kind of tells me that I probably would keep doing it. Um, I probably wouldn't do it as, as like fast paced, but still I love it. It is such an outlet for me and it happened to be a job for me. So that I'm very thankful for. Also, I'm talking to the spider web again. I'm coming back to my point, I promise. Um, so yeah, I had some life hack videos do pretty well. And my channel went from like around 5,000 subscribers to like 10,000 subscribers in the matter of like a month. And I was so shook and people kind of Whenever I tell this story about how my channel grew, everyone's kind of just like, oh, so that one video is the reason why you're where you are today. I'm like, absolutely not, absolutely not. I had this one video do well, and then I was like, oh, like I don't even know what I did, you know? So you have to kind of like figure it out. And that that's the thing though, it's like, once you think you figured out YouTube and the algorithm and everything, you don't have it figured out because it like the algorithm will change or, whatever you did that worked won't work again. It truly is just hitting the right time in the algorithm, which you don't even know when that's going to be, which is why I'm such a big advocate for just posting, 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 because you can't get wrapped up in views and stuff and little meticulous things like that, because you have literally no control over it. You might have a little control. You know, you, you can post at a better time. You can read your analytics. You can understand what stuff does a little better. And there's obviously ways that you can kind of control it. But in the big picture, I have videos that I do the exact same, you could say like formula for, and they do very different. And it's just because of algorithm and stuff like that. So you really just have to post, post, post and not get wrapped up in it. So when I was doing 
when my video did really well, I was like, okay, so how do I wanna replicate this? Like, how am I gonna do this? And I would just try different things out. I had videos that would do 100,000 views. I had videos that would get 2,000 views or like literally under a thousand. And it was like that for like a year and a half. And I was like, kind of hard on myself. I'm still hard on myself about it, but I was hard on myself about it in a whole new way that I have never experienced. And I still haven't like, I haven't been that bad in a long time, but it's hard because you're like, it's like in the workplace, um, you kind of have some, at least you go to work and you can clock in. You're gonna like guarantee you're, you're going to get paid. You might have a terrible day. You might work really hard. You will work really hard. Um, but at least you know that in the end, that paycheck will be there. Um, also, I'm not complaining. I'm just trying to be real here. Um, with YouTube, you don't have the guarantee that, and this is still relevant to this day, like January 11th, 2020, I can work so hard on the video and it will literally make like $20. And just to like put in that in a reference frame for you, uh, that's like nothing. That's like half a tank of gas, like not, like kind of a few groceries. So it's not livable all the time, which is why, um, you know, you have to post all the time and just keep trying things out and do brand deals and have different, different revenue sources, which is also why I'm such a big advocate for having your college degree. If I should have an episode kind of about how I make money, different revenue streams that I count on, just like that kind of situation, let me know. Um, I'll probably do it regardless, but if you are into that, message me so I know you are. Um, so yeah, I was testing the waters out for like a year and a half. And then a year and a half later, it is like April, it's like spring 2017. And I'm still full fledged doing DIY life hack videos. And I'm kind of noticing life hack videos aren't becoming as popular, but at the same time, I was feeling so burnt out from them. And I remember this feeling so much like, I dreaded making them and you could tell, I feel like as a viewer, you can tell when a creator doesn't like making the content that they're making. I think it's so obvious. Um, it kind of feels forced. And whenever that happens, I think it's like a good time to take a step back, reflect, you know, rework everything. But that's kind of what I decided. I was like, okay, I can't do life hacks forever. Like I'm really feeling a little cramped here. And I remember for a while I would do like testing videos. I would like test out other things on my channel. And I, that was really fun. But that kind of was like my my like gateway, my like bridge to the slime industry, which I literally cannot believe. It has been almost three full years of doing slime videos. And looking back on that, like I actually cannot believe that. So yeah, I ended up doing the slime thing. I started I mean, I remember seeing it. I started my slime Instagram. And if you are like an OG, which is, this would be pretty impressive. My OG handle was like, it was supposed to be more of like a slime stan account, if you will, a slime stan page or repost account. I made one called Slime Heavens. It was like slime underscore heavens with some like numbers in it. And that was, I remember it was like January. It was probably like exactly three years ago to this day, honestly, which is insane. And I never had any 
I didn't even know about slime shops. Like, I think it, yeah, slime shops were definitely a thing prior to this, but I wasn't really aware if you could, you could buy slime and stuff, which is a whole new episode. Um, but yeah, so I made my slime Instagram. I started just getting more involved on slime on Instagram. And then I kind of made a connection in my head and I was like, you know, there's like this whole world of slime happening on Instagram, but there's like nothing similar to that happening on YouTube. So I, and I was not the first to do this. I just kind of was like, I saw some people making like DIY Instagram slime tutorials where they would literally watch and try to like recreate what they were seeing on Instagram. And I thought that was such a cool idea. So. I tried to figure out how to make slime. I just Googled it and I tried to figure out like what the heck to do. I had no idea what I was doing, literally no idea. And that's the best part about this whole thing is I was not taught. I was never given a book. Like this is just something you learn firsthand, um, but I kind of love it. It was a really, it's been a really cool process in my opinion. So yeah, I kind of like <laughs> just figure it out, but I ended up making quite a few. I think I actually made like 20 like 20 to 30 instagram slime tutorials they're still on my channel now on nicole jacqueline if you ever want to watch them they're probably really cringy and i probably look really different because it was three years ago but i that's it's just so crazy how much it's progressed since then i'm just reflecting right now out loud i'm like that was three years ago like literally what that's so crazy so yeah that was three years ago which i literally cannot believe that was three years ago that's literally so insane to me. Um, so yeah, right around this time, it was like spring, almost summer of 2017. And I decided to make a slime shop based on request. Honestly, everyone was requesting it. They were like, make a slime shop. You know, you should do this. And I was like, literally, what is a slime shop? Like, I don't understand. So at this point I made a slime shop on Etsy and it was called Slime by Jacqueline. I think I had made my username slime by Jacqueline um, around this time. Everyone kind of asks why I decided to do slime by Jacqueline originally. And it was more because slime by Nicole sounds kind of simple. Slime by Jacqueline sounds kind of interesting. In the grand scheme of it, I ended up changing it to slime by Nicole Jacqueline because it sounds more, it's just like my brand, it's my name, it's my whole face, it's like my whole entire everything. Um, so yeah, that was like my first step. And I actually reached out to a common logo designer at the time and still kind of is honestly. And they also um, like print labels and everything. And wait, I'm like totally wrong here. Who made my logo? I believe that I tried to reach out to them and they had deleted their page because they made quite a few of our logos. I don't know, oh my gosh, who was it? I remember I was trying to go back because I wanted to have them make something for me and then I couldn't find the page. Um, but they made like Squishy Bunny's logo and I believe, um, who was it? There was like a very, there was like a theme and you can kind of look at logos. If you look at slime logos, if you look at like, the Instagram slime logos, 
in general, you can kind of see somewhat of a theme and that's basically because at the time there was like two or three different designers and we all kind of just used them because it was just like, no one knew how to do that. And it was a really, that was such a niche job. And that's one of those things I would love to interview someone about. Like I believe, yeah, there's Palm Shop Love, there's Logo Genie. Um, and then a newer one is um, Yuki Slimes. And I would love to just like, these are people that are like the first of their industry, like literally such a niche community designing slime logos. Like that is something that is so niche and so different in my opinion. So I definitely will be doing an episode about that because that's gonna be honestly very fascinating. So, so yeah, I had designed a logo with this person that I don't even know who they are. They're not even a thing anymore, but I wish they were cause it'd be so cool to like have the name. Um, so I had a logo. Find, got a slime shop. I went on like Amazon and searched. People were buying like deli containers to sell their slime in. And I was just honestly winging it. There wasn't even like a bottom sticker. Like it was just straight up, maybe a logo sticker. I might not have even had a logo at this point. I think I kind of just started and didn't even have a logo. Like it was rough. Like I wish I would have kept this slime knowing that it would be this huge thing still three years later, but it's like, who would have known that? No one, everyone was like, oh, it's gonna be a fad. Like this will not be a trend. There's literally no way. Um, oh gosh, my dog just started staring at me like out of nowhere. Like, okay, me too, same, hee <laughs> hee. So I, at this time it was like summer 2017. I'm, tr I'm honestly posting so many slime videos. I'm posting like honestly every single day. I'm just pumping up the slime content. And truly it's because I'm like convinced that the slime trend's gonna just die and people are gonna like move on. So I really wanted to get all of my ideas out there. Really wanted to start doing that. At this time I started doing like slime shop reviews on my channel. That was a huge thing I did all summer was I would buy from a slime shop, open it on camera. And I'm so scared that I was the first, but I'm pretty sure I was the first one to do on camera slime review videos. Um, I need to like um, date check that, but I'm pretty positive. Um, if I'm like recalling correctly, please don't quote me on that. I'm not 100% sure. I need to like fact check that real quick, but still it doesn't even matter. Honestly, it doesn't literally does not matter, but it's just so interesting like how this is like amounted to what it's become now. And I would review like the slime hive, parakeet slimes, glitter slimes. Um, who else did I review? Oh, slime shady shop. It was like my first, one of my first videos and yeah, who else did I review? That was like such an OG. Oh, I did Scented Slime by Amy. Just those like OG people that I really um, reviewed a lot. So yeah, I did that a lot and I was just trying to figure everything out. And honestly, by the end of the summer, beginning of fall, like slime was just getting bigger and bigger. And I just kind of kept doing it and not to like skip two years, um, but two years later, it is January. It's two and a half, almost three full years of me doing slime this seriously. And it's been three years of doing slime and having a slime shop and running this business and trying to figure it out as I go. There's just so much to it and everything with YouTube and having a slime shop. And I've just learned so much with it. 
And I kind of plan on this episode being more about that, but it's been a half hour on my personal background. And I think that's, I think it is important though that you guys do know if you don't know me or if you do know me, just so you have like an introduction to my life, to my world, before I jump into everything about like my actual industry, just so you can get a real hang of it. Um, so yeah, I have been doing this now for quite some time. And I, this is like, I just figured this is the year that I really wanted to have a podcast because it's kind of like a pivotal time in my opinion. It's been three years of slime. There is slime, there's a slime institute. There's slime in every single store. There's slime YouTube videos. There's slime Instagram pages. There's slime conventions at slime shops. What am I missing here? Like there is just everything slime that I think this is a great time to have this. But at the same time, I don't wanna just focus on slime. I really want to expand this into extraordinary jobs in general, talk to people who are also in really cool industries and just really expand my personal knowledge on different businesses, different business techniques, and just really dive into different worlds that I think are just so fascinating. I have so much respect for entrepreneurs, especially because I've done it myself and had to figure it out and there's so much stuff but there's so much stuff that you have to figure out on your own and it's a hard process and it's such a learning process every single day even to this day i'm still learning and i think everyone is honest honestly but yeah that's kind of like how i want to end off this episode to kind of like running up a more of a background on who I am, my personal background, before I really dive into the industry, different industries, um, more about my background. If you want, if you want to hear about like more lifestyle kind of content, more like of my college experience, I could even talk about how I balanced college with, you know, a slime shop, a business, an internship, traveling for YouTube conventions, like truly such a hustle and so many things that I learned throughout it that I could talk about for absolutely days. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna be posting this episode tonight. Um, you're watching, you're watching. You're not watching, you are hearing this um, the same day that I'm gonna be posting it. But I'm gonna be having new episodes go live every Friday um, around 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so that way you can watch it. I keep saying watch it, listen to it and everything, but um, if you do prefer to listen on YouTube, I'm gonna be posting these YouTube, these episodes on my channel. Um, I have a channel that's actually specifically for the podcast. It's not my actual slime channel. It is, um, it's called Slime and Extraordinary Jobs Podcast, and it's literally the same title but if you go on my instagram um at the slime podcast and you look in the highlights i have a swipe up and a screenshot of the facebook page and the youtube channel and everything you can even go to the actual podcast link if you for some reason are hearing this and it's not on a podcast link which would actually make no sense so i'm gonna stop talking about that because that makes literally no sense but yes i'll be posting a new episode on um friday as well so you kind of get two in the next few days but then after that it'll be once a week uh, if not more if i'm feeling like posting more episodes in a week then that'll possibly happen um but if not you can guarantee one episode every week and definitely go follow the instagram at the slime podcast for updates on episodes if you have questions if you have episode requests if there is something that you don't like that i'm doing if you prefer a different way about it, let me know. Um, I, I don't mind some constructive criticism. That is always, always welcome, but constructive, please, not just mean. <laughs> um, so yeah, 
I will see you guys in the next podcast. Well, I won't see you, but y'all can hear me in the next podcast. See, I'm all YouTube lingo, so I have to figure out how to like use the right words. So yeah, you guys, I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this podcast. It means so much to me. Definitely follow along on everything, social media, my Instagram, all of that, and follow along on Spotify. And this should be on iTunes soon. It's being approved slowly on iTunes, but it'll be on iTunes as well very shortly. Um, And yeah, I want to have a cool thing I say in every outro, but that's like going to happen soon. So we shall see. Thank you so much for listening. It means so much to me. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.